Ready? Yep, we're recording. Hey gang, that's Holly. And that's Brooke. And this is the Macabre Cast. Oh my god. And no Shafi this time. Again, which <laughs> I just realized last time I didn't say what episode number we were on. Oh my goodness. So last week we were 47 and this week we're 48. 48. I don't know why I forgot. <laughs> Here we go. I I think it's because we were all thrown off by Shafi not being here. Yeah. Because usually they say... And I'm Shahri. And then we say, and this is episode And you guys always look surprised when I tell you what number we're on because you don't know yeah, I, what number it is. <laughs> it immediately leaves my brain every time we try and record something. <laughs> at the something, top of your so. notes. I don't know how you forget it. <laughs> it's not at the top of my notes. Oh, you don't write it down? Well, I do, but I when I look at my notes on my phone, I can't see the the document title oh okay. and I don't put it in my notes I see because I don't know whether or not I'm going to be going first or second and so yeah you know that's fair I guess I could write both I just write down. 47 slash yeah. 48 yeah it's, anyways whatever it's fine I'm not the smartest for the first time ever <laughs> you're the one who gets to say I never said I was smart I never said I was smart like I always say <laughs> You haven't said it in a while, though. I haven't, because maybe I hate myself less now. Good. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holly's pouring a drink. Good for you. <laughs> Just a little background information for yeah. you guys. Um, but yeah, so no rock, paper, scissors this time. Nope. I lost last time. Holly chose to go first, so it's my turn today. Yes. I'm ready. I'm excited. Yeah, this one's going to be kind of a goofy one. Which I feel like mine always are goofy ones. No, you have some pretty serious ones. Okay, that's fair. I, mine yeah. are either super depressing or super goofy. You you swing from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's if it's lighthearted at all, it's just goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine wasn't like serious. No. Yeah. No. It um, could be if people were scared. That's but they true. Weren't. No, you shouldn't so. be. Those ghosts sounded nice. Yeah. Um, so I'll be covering Hollow Moon Theory, and I can't believe last episode you said you'd never heard of this before, which yeah. is insane to me. I know, especially with my teacher who showed us conspiracy theory Yeah, videos. especially <laughs> that. <laughs> um, I'm just going to run through my sources really quick so I don't forget. Um, of course, the Queen wikis um, mm. for like many different things, um, but mostly to locate sources as usual. Um, sure, locate first sources. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of case files through yeah. Wikipedia, which yeah. I find very helpful. Mm-hmm. But you have to like know where to look, anyways. Yeah, no, I I frequently use Wikipedia to find like the the actual like the actual source that the source, person used yeah. before they before they wrote the Wikipedia yeah. article. Yeah, I found myself on on. What was it called? Not real. It was. It was not. It was rationalpedia. <laughs> and I was like, I need you to know that I found myself on a couple different websites this this um this time researching, and I was like, these are like conspiracy theorists websites. Like I was yeah. like, this isn't real. It was really yeah. funny. Anyways, so I tried to keep it pretty brief, but um, uh, other than that, I read this article or this um. This piece by Dr. Werner von Braun um, from Popular Science Magazine, March 1970. Oh my um, and it was called How Apollo 13 Will Probe the Moon's Interior. Sounds sexual. It does. That's um, all right. The Arma Planetarium blog was really helpful. 
Okay. Um, which is in um, the Canary Islands. I love the blogs from like planetariums and museums and like they're those, so helpful they're so nice yeah i yeah it I've was used cool. to them so many times me too um the like article was like is the moon hollow it was really funny um and they talked about it it was really cool and the arma i think it's pronounced arma um planetarium and like science center is on the canary islands um i also read nasa reference publication 1036 <laughs> a the I'm gonna call it the ALSEP ALSCP termination report case file by oh. James R. Bates, um WW Lauderdale and Harold Kern Kernigan. Um, right. I also read some articles on science.org and then of course the classic ancient aliens episode of the Hollow Moon Theory Explained. Amazing. Iconic. It's on YouTube. We also hate ancient aliens. We do hate hate ancient aliens, but they do have interesting stuff on there. So <laughs> it's it's like funny, but we do need to be very clear. Yeah, we, we hate, hate ancient, ancient aliens. aliens. We hate them. <laughs> we hate them, but they are easy to put on in the background while yeah. I'm doing things. Yeah. And for me to be like, that's weird. That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Well, that's the point is I'm yeah. looking for conspiracy theory information. <laughs> Just saying. Ancient aliens, people are insane. I feel like um, I don't want to interrupt you with this no. while you're talking about this conspiracy theory, but I do think that you should tell the world about the conspiracy theorist that was in your class. In Which college. One? In trainer's class? Yeah. Freshman year? Yeah. I don't know if I could even go back. <laughs> I don't... Here's the thing. <laughs> I've almost completely blocked that out because it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, okay. But now, now I have to talk about it. Yeah, I just... You know, we can cut this if you don't want to talk about no. it. But I also... I don't even really... Re so the reason why I don't not want to talk about it, I just genuinely don't remember like what he used to say in class. I just remember that he was insane. <laughs> what was his name? Oh, uh, his name was Mateus. Uh, yeah. And he was in my class. I think his name was Mateus. I think so. Trainer would know. Trainer yeah. always remembers that. And I'm always like, I don't, I've blocked it out. I sat behind him and I was very <laughs> uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. Or I sat the row next to him, one row back. And he was crazy. Yeah. But he like in class was like, the earth is flat, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, there's other stuff that he used to say that I can't. And that's the stuff I'm like, I yeah. can't remember about politics because um, the class I was in was like writing 1000. But the yeah. topic was like the current election and it was 2020. It was 2016. 2016. Yeah. Excuse me. So it was um the previous election when Trump was elected for the first time. Um, and that happened during that class. And it was really spicy class. And but I forgot. You are correct, Holly. And yeah. I do remember. And I will openly talk about how I used to <laughs> sit in this class with this guy who genuinely believed in flat Earth. And it was so like disturbing um, to like sit there and have to just be like, "You're wrong." <laughs> like it was so uncomfortable. Like I don't know how to tell I don't you know this, how to talk buddy, to you, but yeah. I <laughs> If you ever want to watch a really funny um, do documentary, there's a really good one about Flat Earth on <laughs> yeah. Netflix. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's still on there. Me too. It's awesome. It's it, the best part of the entire documentary is at the end when they like, 
when they when they do their experiment to prove that the earth is flat and it proves that the earth is curved and and they all sit there and they're like uh something is wrong they're with like the something test. went wrong with the test and then it like ends and you're like wait what it's <laughs> so funny yeah okay We've been all over the place. Anyways, I just, I needed to like... I forgot about that. No, I always forget. You have to remind yeah, me. Yeah, I needed to make sure that it was, uh, if we're talking about conspiracy theories... I blocked out... We need to talk about the Mateus. person who thought the earth was flat. It's not the only person I've met that thought the earth was flat. Isn't That's that crazy? Upsetting. That's deeply upsetting to me. Yeah. Um, but anyways... Anyways, hollow moon theory. Hollow moon theory. Now, before I get into the actual situation that that like caused this theory to kind of come to the forefront of the social world, at least, um, I wanted to mention that the first, and I'm going to put the caveat or the asterisk behind this that it's like westernized because we don't know. Yeah the truth because our history books lie that's true yeah <laughs> so at least for what we know in western culture and like how they chronicle the world one of the first document i'll say one of the first mm-hmm. documented mentions of the moon being hollow was actually in a novel written in 1901 oh. by hg wells of course called the first men in the moon all right. Um, short description of the book is the main characters are humans. They go on a journey to the moon. It's a big deal. When they get there, they discover that the moon isn't a wasteland as they had anticipated, but actually it's inhabited by an alien species that look like ants that live subterranean lifestyles. No. <laughs> No. I, f- I forgot that you hate ants. That's unacceptable. Too. Isn't that hilarious? That's unacceptable. I know. But okay, they're basically insect like. You Whatever. already said that they were ant like, and now I'm picturing ants in the worst form I'm imaginable. I, I, wait, hang on. Before you picture ants at all, picture ants with a Z, like the creepy animated characters from that movie. That's when even we were worse. Kids, then That's you'll even be worse. more scared. <laughs> um, ants haunt my nightmares. Yeah. I've actually had dreams before with ants in them. I literally watched an ant fall off of your ceiling onto you before. Awful. (laughs) Anyways. Awful. Anyways. (laughs) I love living in a temperate environment. That's on having livable wages so you can get an apartment without ants falling from the ceiling. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyways, cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers to our haunted apartment building probably mm. shout out to last episode i'll take ghosts over ants any same day. same um anyway i just wanted to mention that because it's kind of interesting to think about like before we were really like setting foot there we were it was already a concept that people were yeah thinking about chatting about wondering about right obviously um the onset of hollow moon theory correlates with the initial Apollo missions and the eventual moon landing. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know that the moon landing, and then in parentheses wrote supposedly winky face, occurred <laughs> on. When you Google it, <laughs> it says July 16th, 1969. When you look everywhere else, it says the 20th, which I think is really funny. What? <laughs> 
because the the what? Apollo mission started on the 16th, but they didn't like land, land until the 20th. So I don't know why they calculate. But like when you Google it, the first thing that comes up is that it's on the 16th, and I'm like, but that's wrong. Yeah, because that's like liftoff, or I don't know. I I whatever. Anyways. July 16th, apparently, 1969, when the Apollo 11 team of Commander Neil Armstrong and Lunar Module pilot Buzz Aldrin landed on the lunar surface, blah de blah We all know this story. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, I'm in the middle of watching that, um, that show, Inside Job, oh, which yeah. is about, like, the Illuminati, and there's a whole... <laughs> see, see, <laughs> sorry. There's a whole sequence of episodes where they go to the moon, and it's like a... What actually happened is that the two the two of them like broke off into like a space colony and the government covered it up. Oh no. Sorry. Anyways. One of the main object- objectives when we landed on the moon was to collect seismic information about the moon through the Apollo Lunar Surface Experiments Package. ALSEP, as I mentioned earlier. Hmm. The ALSEP. You know, I'm realizing that because of the prevalence of like discourse around like there was the moon landing i thought that i had a bunch of knowledge about why we went to the moon and i'm now realizing that i have no knowledge you've of, never thought about it i've before? never actually like thought about like what were the specifics and what's well, the actual information i know there were like a lot of different reasons obviously why yeah I but mean, like arms race and yeah the arms you know, race Cold but, War, uh, but yeah <laughs> jesus um yeah but the scientific things behind that were like seismic information of a different planet yeah or what they thought you know they were still figuring out what the moon was but yeah. um, like, finding it, out what materials it's made of is it made from earth is it yeah. from away Rock from earth or, you know yeah. yeah like what is it yeah what is it because like for some reason in my brain this entire time until you just said that my my conception of the moon landing which is so <laughs> dumb now that I'm thinking about it <laughs> has been they went to the moon to basically say like fuck you to russia that's how it's taught to us though and in then, public school in the u.s and then they just left and they didn't do anything okay they just, literally they same just, though they just stood there and put a flag down and then they just left i need you to didn't know, collect I, any I, data i just I, left i need you to know that honestly same <laughs> yeah like, like in, it hadn't really occurred to me before like until you said that i was like they just they just landed and left. I don't even remember at any point in school learning about the moon landing. Oh, really? Hardly. Maybe I learned once. about it in the context of the Cold War. Um, that's you making that sound. No, that's that's Fern. Oh, it is uh, Fern. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, no. So I, my idiot brain. Well, she's stuck in her um thing. Can you help her? You can just take it off, too. Stupid baby. Stupid. I saw her going like this. <laughs> like an idiot. Okay, sorry. But yes, my, I can't. my idiot brain is just like, <laughs> they didn't collect any data. Yeah, I, I guess I hadn't really thought about it before either, but one of the main objectives was collecting seismic info, <laughs> which is wild. Um... So, <laughs> anyways, that's so funny. <laughs> the American, like, 
public school system is so bad. I just I just fully admitted to being an idiot. No, it's really not. It's really I, not. It's like <laughs> our school. Anyways, you know everyone has blind spots. The moon landing apparently is one of mine. It's because I, of that. It's because of that video. It yeah, influenced you, it Holly. Did. You know, I'm not gonna lie. After watching the video for a brief second, I was like, "They make some good points. They make some good points here." <laughs> I haven't considered any other option. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, seismometers were meant to receive data on movement and vibrations and regularly radio that information back to earth um and they were set up on apollo 11 12 14 15 and 16 um for around and serviced for those on those missions for around eight years when they were switched off in 1977 weird caveat apparently to save money lol (laughs) Oh, yeah, because that's when, like, all the space programs mm-hmm. were being, like, defunded and stuff. Uh, but they finished out the ALSEP program with final engineering tests to yield final results, at least, which I think is interesting. Hmm. Um, I read the, like, I read it in my sources earlier, but I read the um, the reference publication from NASA, okay. uh, which was the ALSEP termination report case file. And it was really interesting. I mean, I didn't read every single thing yeah. in it, but I, I read the, like, rationale. And it was it was quite interesting. I have a quote from um, it that I think is interesting <laughs> um, about, like, their decision, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, support operations for Apollo Lunar Surface Experiments Packages, ALSEPs, mm-hmm. were terminated September 30th, 1977, thus concluding the longest continuous program at least at this time, of scientific data collection from a natural body in space. Hmm. Throughout the ALSEP program, operational guidelines and mission rules precluded the performing of engineering tests. The ALSEP operation was oriented toward optimizing all systems for scientific data return. During the long period of ALSEP operation, July 20th, 1969 to September 30th, 1977, Many engineering questions were raised, but remained unanswered because of the operation constraint. Essentially, they were having issues continuing the operations Mm -hmm. because of money. Therefore, a period of engineering closeout testing was implemented before operations were terminated. So they took, like, some final data, and then they said kaput on that. Okay. Um, All right. It was defunded, essentially. Yeah. Um, At this time... They or with this information, they discovered the existence of moonquakes for the first time. Oh, mooncake, moonquakes, mooncakes, yum, uh, <laughs> can be categorized into four different categories, uh, mm-hmm. known as deep moonquakes, uh, which occur seismically 700 kilometers below the surface. Interesting. Secondary vibrations, which are typically caused by meteorite impacts. Okay. Thermal quakes, which is self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, and shallow quakes, which are only 20 to 30 kilometers below the surface. So within the crust. Okay. So early on, the discovery of moonquakes revealed an interesting discovery when the Apollo 12 purposefully crashed its lunar module onto the moon's surface. What the fuck? You're thinking. Yeah. Why? Why would you purposely why? crash? Why, why, why? 
they were testing making essentially like a fake asteroid crash. Oh, okay. I After see. the crash, the seismometers recorded the moon ringing like a bell for roughly an hour after the um oh thing happened after the crash that's interesting and the seismometers were going wild oh isn't that crazy they said it rang like a bell or it was referred to as like a gong huh for an hour can you imagine like was it audible like like i guess hearing i mean i don't or was it like because it picked up on the sensors apparently it was audible oh yeah See, this is what I want to learn exactly. about in school. I know. <laughs> I was having so much fun researching yeah. this. Um, ultimately, the moon ringing like a bell can be explained by the lack of shock-absorbing material on the moon. Mm. Um, while Earth experiences seismic phenomenon regularly, the ocean, water, and the saturation of H2O on, like, in the Earth's crust, yeah. um, in general, acts as like a muffler for our ringing that would otherwise be occurring oh interesting which is so fucking wild yeah because i i guess i just would have assumed that like that ringing would mean that there would have to be metal you know like so that's funny that you would go straight to metal because despite like the clear explanation of like the muffling yeah they were like oh my omg bells are hollow the moon is hollow okay that seems (laughs) I mean, like, I get the leap of logic, but I also am like, I would assume my first thought would be like, is there a material under the surface? Right. I mean, they had already been testing the material on the moon at that point. Um, They were aware that it was, um, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about what the moon is made of. Um, but it's just one we, giant gong. Yeah. It's so also what we, flat. What we do know is that the moon is iron rich. Yeah. Um, so it is like a largely like metal. It's also flat. It's just a flat It's gong. a flat gong. <laughs> um, but I just, I love it. And also in my notes, the I wrote the ringing of the bell. And I just keep thinking the ringing of the, the bell ring. commands you. <laughs> Catch that reference if you know it. It's the moon. It's the moon controlling the tides. The ringing of the bell commands them. The ringing them. of the bell commands them. Um, <laughs> Auntie whispers. And everyone with uteri. Oh, Auntie whispers. Oh no. The moon commands us. Oh, ugh. no thanks. I did not consent. Actually, I love the moon. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, so this experiment was done twice more during the Apollo 13 mission. <laughs> Mm. Where they created an artificial meteor-like crash of Saturn V, the Saturn V rocket. Um, and they did it around 125 miles away from the size the seismometer that they were going to test with it. Yeah. Um, and the rocket was going like 5,700 miles per hour when it happened. I Damn. think that math is, or that number, those numbers are cool. Yeah. Um, it yielded the same information that they got before. <laughs> that there's a, like, gong. It, it does that. That's what yeah. it does. <laughs> um, moving on to more, like, things that made people think that at the mm-hmm. time. <laughs> a very famous part of the hollow moon theory comes from um, Soviet Academy of Sciences members... I think it's pronounced Vasin and Sherbakov. 
Um, they published an article in 1970 where they hypothesized that the moon was actually an artificial, hollowed-out Earth satellite oh. put into place by extraterrestrials. That... They published... That's a deep theory. Yeah. That's... Yes. <laughs> yes. And this is in 1970, so this is very current to when this all was happening. All right. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is why I don't put this in the same category as the other subsequent conspiracy theorists, mm-hmm. because this is, like, very current to the information. Yeah. Um, they published this... So they were Soviet Academy of Science members, but they didn't publish this within the, like, normal source. I don't think they would have been allowed no. to. <laughs> they published it in this uh, this thing that was called Sputnik, which is basically, like, the the Russian version of, like, um, like Reader's Digest, essentially. Yeah. Well, isn't Sputnik the... Yeah, but that's okay. what it was called. Oh, okay. I oh, just, no, I know that. Yeah. I just wanted to, like, make sure that I wasn't, like... You know, Somehow you are correct. Also it, it was also called Sputnik. Okay. Yes. But they, um, this, this like publication was also just called that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at that time, um, at least. Um, so they hypothesized, I'll say again, that the moon was actually an artificial hollowed out earth satellite put into place by extraterrestrials. I mean, I hope it is. Their theory was mostly based on the fact that the moon is made up of all the same materials as a spaceship. <laughs> could be made of rocks no (laughs) um materials that um withstand extreme heat and extreme cold rocks um extreme so i use the term hardness again here and i've told you yes what that meant in (laughs) geology um which would make it tough against meteorites yeah and then secondhand reports say the um the following were samples from the moon composition. Okay. Mica, uranium, brass, neptunium. Okay. And we know that iron was present. Yeah. Right? So all things that they're claiming are necessary to build a rocket, which is at that time during the space race. Yeah. Was like very big deal information. Yeah. And they had just lost the space race, and now these people are, like, coming up they're with this like, big theory. Um, and they're, like, they're trying to one-up, you know? Yeah. So the seismometers did reveal one thing to us. The moon's composition is actually quite similar to Earth. Okay. So the core is solid, mm-hmm. iron-rich, and has a 150-mile radius. Okay. The outer core, I'll show you a picture of a cross-section and it will also be on the instagram the outer core is primarily liquid and it has a 205 mile radius okay what do we know what type of liquid or oh like you know like magma yeah like (laughs) yeah like magma i just wasn't sure if it was like different no no Um, it's made of the same materials that have you know okay yeah yeah but in liquid form essentially yeah essentially liquid metals <laughs> and mm-hmm. rocks and such mm-hmm. uh there's a boundary layer outside of that a primarily liquid core edge um this differs from the earth's boundary layer it's partially molten and has a um 30 mi- 300 mile radius so this is a big chunk oh, okay yeah and then the mantle of course is the largest chunk just like with the earth um it c- contains like the biggest part of our um planet mm-hmm. and then on but on the um on the moon it specifically consists of the miners olivine or olivine sorry um 
orthopyroxene and clinopyroxene. And then there's the crust, of course, which is what we already know, which is, of course, also very iron rich. And it's estimated to be 4.4 billion years old. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. That is really cool. You know, yes. This is just a personal speculation yes. here, or like a little reminiscing moment for uh-huh. me. So we can definitely cut this out if we no. Let's want do it. To. I'm ready. But um, mine is short too. Growing up in an evangelical household. Oh my god! Um, I already know where this is going, and even though my household wasn't evangelical, same. <laughs> yeah, growing up in a, an evangelical household, I was taught that the Earth and like the general universe was only thousands of years old instead of anything more than that and I just want to like say that as someone who does not believe that anymore because I did at one point because I was a child and I was being told you know what to believe um right but as As we were told yeah as someone who does not believe that anymore it is so incredibly amazing and astounding to mm-hmm. me every day about like like hearing that and hearing how old and like how long things have existed mm-hmm. and like the That's why dinosaurs are so fucking cool. Yeah, and like the just like the like space in general and the amount of age and like continuousness that mm-hmm. it has deeply like amazes me partially because I grew up in a household that was like it's only a thousand or it's only a couple thousand years old you know I would like to also comment that growing up in that type of environment specifically is it's an environment that that is riddled with like fear and of finality yeah. and fear of death and fear of time running out which is so yeah. I mean every time I used to wake up from a nap when I was a kid and my yes my, I already know what you're gonna say yeah. you're insane I know every time I used to wake up from a nap when I was a kid and my like family members wouldn't be around and it, like the house would be quiet I used to like get really scared because I thought that like the rapture had happened which if you don't know what the rapture is it's like in Christianity it's where like Jesus comes back and takes everyone who believes in him and leaves everyone who doesn't believe in him on earth to like experience like torture and hell basically um like earth becomes hell on earth Mm -hmm. um and so when I would wake up from a nap and no one was around I would get really panicked because I thought that like my family had been taken up to heaven and I had been left behind because I wasn't good enough and like that is something I am dealing with in therapy but yeah, I was gonna it's... say I just want to remind the crowd that we're therapy goers and yeah that these things are being dealt with because yeah. Jesus Christ that yeah. is so traumatizing yeah but I mean like, like I already know this information about you it haunts me every day it, it should it doesn't haunt me nearly enough no. as much as it should no wonder you have uh... narcolepsy <laughs> Jesus yeah, but um, but yes, there is like a definite fear and finality there. Also, I just want to say I don't know if the the like the mics can pick this up, but my cats are playing with like a very loud toy. <laughs> it's not picking up. Okay. I don't think. Yeah. Okay, thank God, because it's just like. Well, it picked that up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But 
<laughs> anyway, all this to say that the moon has a similar composition to Earth. So the seismometers showed us that it's not fucking hollow. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know that it's not hollow. <laughs> we know this. We, we know this. Um, they also um, developed this new method of basically, like, finding out how much mass is in a sphere. Uh, okay. Like, so, like, a yeah. giant planet that you can't do a, like a, a regular mass oh, okay. test on okay i thought you just meant like some random sphere they no. they were like <laughs> we figured it out but like what uh, mass is centered and like okay. what the core is yeah. made of right and so this is how they figured out what the core was made of like i mentioned before and i just wanted to talk a little bit about this because this is another piece of evidence as to why the moon is not fucking hollow Amazing. just to say this part is clearly me debunking that yeah um we'll talk a little bit more about other people who thought the moon was hollow um in a second uh but the moment of inertia factor is a number between zero and 0. 0.67 okay which represents mass distribution in a sphere mm-hmm. Z- so a planet in this case um zero equals all masses centered at the core and 0. 0.67 equals a perfectly hollow sphere Okay. So between that scale, you can rank a planet to, up, like, imply how dense the yeah. sphere itself like solid, is. solid. Yes. A scale of solid to hollow. Yes. Yeah. There okay. are only two genders. <laughs> solid or hollow. Yeah. Ooh. Yuck. I don't like oh. that. Um, oh. Example. Let's move on. Uh, Earth equals 0. 0.3307. Okay. Which means it's kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, which represents a moment of inertia factor that is denser in the center and not hollow. Hmm. The moon has a... The moon. The earth has a core. We know this. Yeah. We know this. We know this. The moon is 0.39. Okay. Which is actually slightly less dense than earth. Okay. But it's also smaller. Yeah. It took them a while to accurately calculate the moment of inertia factor for the moon, mainly because they had to recalculate it with the Earth's orbit of the sun plus the moon's orbit of the Earth in account and how they both also have irregularities in their um, orbits. orbits. Okay. So after they figured all of that out, they figured out that the moment of inertia factor of the moon is 0.39, which means it's slightly less dense than Earth, which means that it has a center yeah it is not hollow it is gluten filled it is not gluten free (laughs) which is a friend my friend at work amazing (laughs) we um we we talk about things that are gluten filled we drank a matcha tea the other day that said Mm -hmm. it had gluten in it oh matcha that's weird yeah they couldn't drink it and they were like do you want this i bought this but i turned it around and luckily noticed it had gluten in it that's so So we kept calling it my gluten filled beverage yeah it was fine it just tasted like matcha (laughs) that's so weird yeah anyways anyways um i just wanted to put those two main things in as fact that we do know Mm -hmm. that the moon is not hollow and that this episode of this podcast is not agreeing with all the conspiracy (laughs) theories that say that the moon is hollow we promise we aren't conspiracy theorists not in this case um maybe with something else who knows uh let's talk about um some other fun stuff i'm gonna mm-hmm. highlight 
one more like funny one and then the other ones I'm just going to mention briefly. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to highlight Christopher Knight and Helen Butler's book Who Built the Moon from 2005. Oh, what a solid <laughs> That's time. not the most recent one, I'm going to say. Alan Butler, I just, this is why I wanted to bring it up. For context, was an engineer first. Okay. He was a, quote, expert in astrology and astronomy. And then he was a researcher. Wait, hold on. Of, uh, hang on. Of ancient cultures, pagan beliefs, and comparative religion, and was an author to a few different publications um one about the grail legend and one about the knights templar oh no alan (laughs) so remember how i said i found myself on a rational rationalist wiki page rationalpedia or whatever it was okay I'm pretty sure it was like a Freemason website. Oh no. It was so funny. <laughs> oh no. I laughed so hard when I opened it. I was like, what the fuck is this? It looked like like they were trying to pretend to be Wikipedia, but they oh, weren't. And no. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was just like, ew, I didn't I was like, I didn't mean to click on this, whatever this was. Yeah. And then I looked around a little bit and I was like, wait a second. Oh, this no. is a Freemason website. <laughs> And then to read in another website that he had published stuff about the Knights Templar. Oh, no. (laughs) So funny. Sorry. Anyways. So. Since I've been in a math class. Yeah. So. Whatever. I digress. There's a consistent sequence of integers when looking at the moon, the moon's aspects, like the aspect ratios. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, they then claim that no other planet or moon replicates or shows a similar pattern. All right. <laughs> Which I feel like... <laughs> anyway. How do you know? Yeah. How do you... How, where are you getting this? Okay. They claim that it has no heavy metals, which is wrong. Okay. Yeah. And then they also claim it has no core, which is also wrong. Okay. They claim that it would be impossible for the moon to be a naturally occurring thing if it didn't have those two things. It does have those two things. They're stupid. (laughs) Oh, I was like, where'd the blanket go? You have it. Yeah. They suggest humans from the future traveled into the past to build the moon in order to safeguard human evolution. This got so much more complicated (laughs) than I thought it was going to be. We have to remember that now we're getting into, like, the other stuff. And so I'm not going to have a lot of, like, this is the science behind why they think that. Because yeah. they don't have science There's behind There's no science it, behind it. You know? Yeah. So according to them, there's no natural explanation for the existence of a moon like ours. So it has to be that it's a essentially, like, a satellite that is monitoring our evolution, which is also, they claim, why we've never been contacted by any extraterrestrials. Okay. Because it doesn't make sense that we would be the only intelligent people that In are, like, universe. occurring here and having not encountered anyone else. Okay. It's very odd. All right. Um, what about other moons, though? Yeah. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, are all of the moons that exist out there, like, No, they're saying satellites? just our moon. 
there are so many other moons. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> what? You can't tell me this shit. You can't make this up. Like, also, the people from the future came back. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, I when I read that part, I literally had to stop myself, like pause mentally, and be like, "What?" what? Because I just was like, "Doctor Who." Yeah, like this reminds me of the Doctor Who episode where the the moon is a a giant egg. Yeah, yeah. Which, it, by the way, was in like you know popped up in my research. The as Doctor like, Who episode, or yeah, the Doctor Who oh, episode. Okay, because um <laughs> because like yeah research theories and yeah. that's like one of the like joke theories yeah. right is that the moon is a giant egg a giant like alien egg or that it's yeah. cheese which is my favorite i mean you know we've got the cheese caves why not cheese moon <laughs> the cheese caves are man-made though they are it's bizarre listen to our cheese caves episode imagine how much better it would have been if they were like creepy natural caves that they put cheese in some of them are true some of them but are natural caves. <laughs> anyway, these fucking idiots. So that's a funny 2005 one. I just wanted to go into that one a little bit just to say that because their claims are so fucking I random. Love it. That's amazing. And I love that he's like clearly a Freemason. I love the the like hope that that has of like yeah yeah. I'm just gonna blindly believe that someone in the future decided to do this. Yeah, it's, it's... ridiculous. Um, now we're gonna kind of go back in time, and I'm gonna do like in chronological order, chronological order. Nice. Okay. Um, the various other like media that's come out based on this, okay. which are I'm considered ready. like other theories, but most of them are like movies. <laughs> I'm ready. Um. So a these this is all the fiction ones. Okay. And by fiction ones I mean like movies. The people intended for it to be fiction. Okay. But you know things conspiracy theorists yeah. then decide things happen. Okay. Edgar Rice Burroughs in 1926 published The Moon Maid, which was a fantasy story about a hollow moon which had an atmosphere and was inhabited and like there was a, mm-hmm. this whole story that happened there. Yeah. So the first example that I would have listed here would be like H.G. Wells' story, mm-hmm. right? 1901. Then um, Nikolay um, Nosov wrote Dano on the Moon mm-hmm. in 1965, which is a little fairy tale um, with a hollow moon as well. Um, Isaac Asimov wrote... Uh, in 1986 wrote the science fiction novel foundation and earth where a robot named r (laughs) i think i meant to write daniel but i wrote (laughs) daniel but now i can't remember oliva he's a robot and he lives in the hollow moon oh yeah i kind of want to read that that sounds fun yeah um daniel um and then david david weber um wrote Moultonier's moon in 1991 in which the moon was a giant spaceship from uh, that was made 50,000 years ago okay um then there's Roland Emmerich's moonfall from 2022 oh the movie uh where the moon is a Dyson sphere which is a hypothetical structure that contains a star and in the movie, basically, like, okay. the moon is a structure that has a white dwarf inside of it. Oh, okay. And that's, like, the premise of the movie. I think it has Matthew McConaughey in it or something. Oh, he's right. in, like, every fucking space movie. Yeah, he, yeah, it's just 
his typecast at he's this either point. driving a lincoln yeah <laughs> because he was the lincoln lawyer and now he's in every fucking lincoln commercial yeah <laughs> or he's in interstellar yeah <laughs> that's matthew mcconaughey right i have no idea i've never seen interstellar what what's wrong with you i know anyways those are all the like fun fiction like movie ones um various various other conspiracy theories though um you can look to Don Wilson's Our Mysterious Spaceship Moon from 1975 and his other um, work Secrets of Our Spaceship Moon from 1979. I just love that people were like, we just recently figured out how to do spaceships without dying. But the moon, it's a spaceship. I know. (laughs) And then, so I'm going to say what it is and then I'm going to say like what they were arguing in it. So uh, in this in these Wilson um, is inspired by the Vasin Sherbakov um, guys that I mentioned ages ago who were like, the moon is hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, um, his, his publications in the seventies actually popularized spaceship moon hypotheses because it was like such, I mean, that was like all over the media at that time. Yeah. So at, he was really striking while the iron was hot. Um, <laughs> What a time to be alive. I know, right? <laughs> um, secondary example here, we have George H. Leonard, who wrote Somebody Else is on the Moon in 1976, oh. in which he argues the moon is inhabited by an alien race, but NASA had co- has covered it up. Honestly, that's the most believable one that I've heard so far. <laughs> I know. Uh, I do not question the government at all in the terms of, like, their ability to cover things up they've covered up so much i know i i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past them not to bring it up again but like i said i've been watching that show inside job and it's really making me like think a lot about the world yeah (laughs) in a way that i don't want to yeah um I don't have a lot of extra information about this one, um, so I was a little bit running out of time today, but uh, Fred Steckling wrote, we discovered alien bases on the moon, where he tries to argue that there's alien bases on the moon. <laughs> oh, okay. Based on what samples we have from the moon. Oh. Um, Jim right. Mars, in 1997, my birth year, nice. wrote Alien Agenda. Jim Mars is a longtime, well-known JFK conspiracy theorist. Amazing. <laughs> um, and in this work, he embraces the spaceship moon conspiracy theory um, as well. Um, so kind of bringing that back to the forefront from the 70s. Okay. Um, and then this is when, of course, next would be 2005, when Christopher Knight and Alan Butler's book came out. Um, let's see. I rewrote my notes here, so I'm just checking to see if... (laughs) Um, No. Nothing else extra. Okay. Next one would be, and the last one would be David Icke in 2010. I think it's Icke or Ick. 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 (laughs) He wrote, human race, get off your knees. The lion sleeps no more. (laughs) (laughs) What? Can you get it? What? Ick suggests... (laughs) What is that title? Ick. You know what it is? It's Ick. <laughs> I'm going to try to say it again without laughing, okay? Are you ready? <laughs> David Ick. He wrote... He, <laughs> he wrote... Human race, get... <laughs> Human race, 
get off your knees. The lion sleeps no more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A totally reasonable title. And I have no other information (laughs) about this because I couldn't. At this point, I was like, I can't trust the internet anymore. I couldn't keep looking. (laughs) But all I could get was... (laughs) before I passed away was ick suggests that the moon is in fact a space station from which reptilians manipulate human thought oh what does that have to do with lions (laughs) what What? Reptilians manipulate human thought. It's oh, so no. fucking this insane. This is just like getting into oh, that man. reptile person I know. theory, which is just like, isn't that the one that's like thinly veiled like racism or like um, anti-Semitism or something? That is true. Yes. Yeah. I don't think all people who believe in the reptilian race yeah. <laughs> um, believe that it's like... Yeah. An anti-Semitic thing. But I, I, yeah, I think that is true in some cases. I don't know much about it. So I also, um, I mostly associate it with, like, people saying that, like, the 1% are the reptilian race. Nice. All right. <laughs> you know, so, like. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think in Inside Job, I'm not even joking. I'm so sorry. I'm pretty sure who's the uh who's the facebook guy mark zuckerberg mark zuckerberg is a reptile person and and he's like he's always like sweaty and going (laughs) 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 i i'm still like playing the title of that book through my head as we're like sitting here oh the human human i can say it now human race get off your knees the lion sleeps no more yeah (laughs) 2010 i just i by david ick i have so many questions for david and david the the first one is are you okay (laughs) he needs how old is david oh oh no oh no how old is david is he still alive? Oh, sorry, Grandpa. Back to the nursing home but- you go. <laughs> Silly Grandpa. <laughs> Silly Grandpa conspiracies are for kids. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have today. Hollow Moon th- Theory sucks, but it's hilarious. I am so glad that you did this episode. <laughs> because I would have never known. I, I wanted to, like... I like to heavy load these types of what like stories with like here's the original theory that yeah. was weird that makes sense because the first time someone has a con- like the conspiracy theory comes about I feel yeah. like it's mostly rational yeah and then it gets deep fried yeah it gets super like buttered like a croissant yeah like, it becomes you know? it becomes that abomination of a deep fried stick of butter oh yeah yeah uh, at fairs yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's Ugh. that's what it has become when it gets to David. Ugh. Is yuck. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But I love to like heavy load with like here's the original mm-hmm. theory. Here's how that's actually wrong, and we know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's how that original theory devolved. <laughs> through humanity's Amazing. flaws <laughs> over the many years. Amazing. Oh, oh, God. What are you putting in your cabinet? God. 
There's so many options. I know. I mean, there's so many good ones. Because it, it could be so simple as, like, a bell shaped like a moon. Or, or like just a moon. Or, uh, <laughs> orbiting what? Um, <laughs> I think that I... Hmm. That's so hard. It's so hard because there's so many good things. Or the book, Human Race. Get off your knees. The lion sleeps no more. That's the best option, though. So bad. Honestly, um... (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, I want to, if I was picking something other than that, I would pick like a bell. Yeah. Like a cool bell that's made out of like iron. Yeah. And like it has like the year and like date and time of like the like crash that caused the ringing of the bell or something. But for the meme and for the reality, I can see Holly smiling through her like, um, Mike pop filter yeah pop filter <laughs> um yeah i would go for like a nicely bound like futuristic looking yeah. book that is written on it it just says human race get off your knees the lion sleeps no more by david ick and oh but how about inside of it carved out inside is is the bell the, <laughs> the, the ringing of the bell commands you <laughs> I, for my cabinet, I'm going to do a, I would like a a reptilian statue. No, I would like a metal replica, (laughs) like, like palm size, like you can hold it in your palm. Okay. Replica of the moon. Okay. And I would like a little, like a little gong mallet so that I can like ring it you're thing okay so I was trying I was trying to think of something like that earlier yeah because I want originally I was like I want a model of the moon with the cross section in it so you can see the different parts but then make it the bell yeah yeah that's hidden inside my book human race get off your knees the lion sleeps no more by (laughs) David Ick (laughs) 2010 nice this is an ad <laughs> for David E. I wonder if book. you could still buy it. It's still available. Honestly, I didn't look. I couldn't. I couldn't anymore. I bet you could find it for free somewhere. Yeah, like a digital download. Yeah. Jesus. Because people like that, like, just want to get the word out, you know? People so they, like that sell via Amazon through, like, the Amazon books thing. Yeah. They just, like, put it out there. And you can tell that they, like, uploaded a low-quality PNG for the, like, cover photo. Yeah, and they didn't do any of the, like, copy Formatting. editing that oh, needs to no. go into it when you do it digital. Did you mean um, Stephanie Meyer when she wrote Twilight? Yeah. God. Yeah. Or even worse, the people who wrote Fifty Shades. Oh, yeah. They need a copy editor. <laughs> they need more than a, They need someone to tell them to stop. Yeah. Yeah, these are good cabinet uh what the fuck this week what the fuck yeah we also before we recorded this we thought we had deleted an entire episode that we had just recorded so panic mode um so we're feeling it yeah (laughs) shall he come back yeah (laughs) shall we come back you can blame it all Uh, on holly (laughs) 
Um, but yes, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to me for doing the for recording. setting up today. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks, Jeffrey, for providing the equipment today and the knowledge and the knowledge because um, they, they taught me how before mm-hmm. we even did this. So of course. Um, um also thanks to trainer for our intro and outro music that we love Mm -hmm. um and thanks for listening and please rate review subscribe uh let us know what you're putting in your cabinet are you also going to have the book titled (laughs) human race get off your knees the lion sleeps no more or uh are you going to choose something else Uh, you have to say by david ick by david ick Um, let us know. Uh, oh, and you can vote um, with your what you're putting in your cabinet on Spotify as a feature, um, or you can email it to us at themacabcastpod at gmail.com. You can also um, email us about suggestions for stories or maybe your own story you want us to tell or whatever else you would like. Uh, you can also look at our posts on Instagram, which is the handle themacabcastpod, same as our email. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And what's in your cabinet? Good night.